Boy, was that Mueller hearing a disaster for Democrats or what? I'm, gl- I'm glad this thing is coming to an end because, frankly, I hate talking about it. They've wasted two years of our lives with this nonsense. And did you see Mueller? Dude, Mueller was something else. Like, bro, why are you so confused? Like, get it together. You're making me uncomfortable. You're making the left, uh, you made the left uncomfortable, Robert Mueller. You lost the liberals even. I mean, that's bad. That's bad. You know, he's out there, he's trying to pretend there, there, there might have been some obstruction of justice. No, guess what, buddy? You can't obstruct justice for a crime that never happened. Collusion never happened, and therefore you can't have obstruction of justice. So we'll get into that, and we'll also talk about the transgender woman with some pedophilic tendencies who's extremely disappointed that no one wants to wax her balls. White House Brief. So they thought this was going to be their impeachment moment, right? That's what they thought. Sorry, boys, you lost it. So, you know, I think that was interesting. I also think what was most striking is, like, how confused Mueller was. Like, what? I mean, you only had, what, several months to prepare for this man? I mean, not to mention the years it took you to conduct the investigation. So you shouldn't be, shouldn't be bumbling and stumbling. But then again, I'm applying, I'm applying logic, and that's my first problem. But that guy was a mess. That guy was a train wreck. But, 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 I, 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 watch. You stated that you would stay within the report. I just stated your report back to you. And you said that collusion, collusion and conspiracy were not synonymous terms. That was your answer was no. That's correct. In that, page 180 of volume one of your report, it says, as defined in legal dictionaries, collusion is largely synonymous with conspiracy as that crime is set forth in General Conspiracy Statute 18 U.S.C. 371. Now, you said you chose your words carefully. Are you contradicting your report right now? Not when I read it. So you would change your answer to no, yes, then? No. The, uh, if you look at the language. I'm reading your report, sir. It's a yes or no page, answer. Page 180. Page 180, volume one. Okay. This was from your report. Correct. And I, uh, I, I uh, leave it with the uh, report. I, 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 yeah, uh, 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 yeah, okay. Ah, 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 the, uh, uh. Yeah, I mean, okay. Okay, Mueller. Now, he also appeared confused. He's always confused yesterday. Confused when Representative Louis Gohmert asked whether or not he knew about Peter Strzok's anti-Trump, his rabid anti-Trumpism, before bringing him onto the team. You see his brain working like tick, 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 trying to cover something up, right? Now, let me ask you, when did you first learn of Peter Strzok's animus toward Donald Trump? In the summer of uh, 2017. You didn't know before he was hired? I, I'm sorry, what did you You didn't know before he was hired for your team? Uh, you know what? Peter Strzok hated Trump. Okay. You didn't know that before he was made part of your team. Is that what you're no, saying? I did not know that. All right. Uh, when did you and first learn? When, of- when he did find out, I, I acted uh, swiftly to have him reassigned elsewhere in the Well, there's some discussion about how swift that was. All right. He may have acted to get rid of Strzok when everyone found out about Peter Strzok's anti-Trump animus. But when it comes down to the question of whether he himself knew about it, did I, did I know what, who, hey, where am I? Is this a room I'm in right now? 
he also didn't appear to be familiar with Fusion GPS. Fusion, who, any grandma watching the news casually knows who Fusion GPS is, but not Mueller, the head of the investigation. Fusion GPS, you know the company that produced the Steele dossier? The one that started this whole investigation in the first place? Mueller, apparently, after 40 million bucks, a $40 million investigation has no clue who they are. The Steele reporting, uh, the name of the firm that produced that was Fusion GPS. Is that correct? Well, I, I'm not familiar uh, uh, with, uh, with that. I, well, uh, let, you, let me just help you. you. Uh, it it I, was. I, it's, not, it's not a trick question. Right? It, it was Fusion GPS. Unfamiliar. Unfamiliar. Either he's woefully unprepared or he's lying. He then couldn't remember which president appointed him U.S. attorney. Which president appointed you to become the United States attorney for Massachusetts? Which senator? Which president? Oh, which president? I think that was President Bush. Um, according to my notes, it was President Ronald Reagan had the honor to do so. Under whose admin- My mistake. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> very funny. Very funny indeed. Is he all there? Is he all there? I mean, this is supposed to be the most distinguished man in Washington, the most responsible, the perfect man for the job because he is so credentialed. Is he all there? Really? Was this guy, this bumbling and stumbling buffoon, was he the best man? Was he the man most fit to conduct the biggest presidential witch hunt possibly in our history? If he can't even remember which president appointed him U.S. attorney in Massachusetts, something's very off here. Something is amiss, as they would say. The mainstream media, they took note of this. They were like, oh, my, what is happening here? They were embarrassed. You know, the mainstream media, no longer happy with their boy Mueller. Want to know why they're not happy? Because he embarrassed them. He exposed, we all knew it was a hoax, but that drove the nail into the coffin. He exposed yesterday the Russian collusion hoax for the fraud that it was not just for conservatives who knew all along, but for the world to see, for the left to see, for Democrats to see. Because remember, he was a hero for the left. Robert Morrill, they called him. Oh, he's a, he's a muscular superhero. We must deify him. Well, now they're not so happy. Now they're not so happy with their pal Mueller because he embarrassed the crap out of the left who's been so gung-ho for this investigation for years. Mueller deflected questions. This is from NBC News. This is from Peacock News. Mueller deflected questions 198 times. Almost 200 times he deflected. And they're so proud of themselves. And we tracked it when he did. Oh, did you, NBC? Aren't you so brave? You guys are such little good journalists. I mean, they were really embarrassed. They were embarrassed by Mueller at NBC because he has been their hero. I mean, NBC, you, if you've lost Chuck Todd, if you've lost Chuck Todd, that is a problem. As they were using him for clarity, he'd somehow fog it up. But he'd be um, directed- And how he would do certain things. And, and so look, on optics, this was a disaster. But he direct- No, it wasn't just an optics disaster. It was an all out catastrophe, not just on optics, in substance, too. You know, you got Michael Moore out there. He was embarrassed as well. You know, this is a guy, Michael Moore made a documentary that was supposed to destroy this presidency. This president is a colluder. And Michael Moore sought out to destroy this presidency with a documentary. Well, now, now he's saying Mueller looked like a, quote, frail old man, unable to remember things, stumbling, refusing to answer basic questions. So it was undoubtedly a mess. 
Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's admitting it because you want to know why it was a mess? Because it was never legitimate to begin with. He should have never led the special counsel. This was an establishment hit job on the president. And when it is put under scrutiny, when the special counsel is put under scrutiny, it falls the hell apart. They were never, they were never truly interested in overwhelming Russian involvement in our elections and in our country. You want to know why? Because then Obama would have been investigated. Obama was never investigated. Clapper was never investigated. Brennan was never investigated. And the so-called Russian interference happened under their watch, not under Trump's watch, under their watch. No, this was never intended to be a fair investigation. And yesterday it was exposed for even the Democrats to see as the political assassination attempt that it was. And now we've got some transgender asking poor women to wax her scrotum. That is a real sentence in 2019. I'm not making it up. And that is the next segment. All right, for this segment, for this segment, we've got to be a little bit careful because the topic is very sensitive. You know, it can get you kicked off social media if you're not careful. So I'm going to do my best to be respectful at all times because I'm a respectful guy. And it's an important issue. Seriously, it is an important issue that needs to be addressed. But I love my social media accounts. I love my Twitter account. And I want to be able to keep it. So I'll be respectful, okay? Deal. So this hideous animal, Jessica Yaniv. Jessica Yaniv is a biological man but now self-identifies as a woman. And she is trying to legally coerce other women to wax her hairy ball sack. Now, you might have heard of her, you might be aware of her by now, you know, so she identifies as a transgender woman. That's fine. That's a person who was born a male, but transitioned to female. But this person has filed 16 different complaints against estheticians because they refused to wax her balls. There's a lot more. There's a lot more beyond the complaints against the estheticians because it suggests that this is not a well person. But I'm not going to make that diagnosis. I will leave that to Miss Blair White. This is a transgender conservative to explain. This person is very sue happy. So I want to preface this video protecting myself by saying everything is alleged. Allegedly. Now, Jessica Yaniv is currently under fire for a lot of things. And I'm going to list them here. Going into women's public restrooms, presenting entirely as male, photographing underage girls, sending predatory, disgusting, entirely inappropriate messages to tweens and teenagers. And this is what most people are talking about with this person. Also getting a women's spa completely shut down after causing such a stink over a female waxer not wanting to wax their male privates. Yaniv is also apparently trying to host topless swimming parties with kids. Specifically stating topless. Wait, that's a that's a biological man. Hey, I mean, uh, I never rule anything out. No, I, I mean, I'm, clearly I'm not making this up. I mean, and it gets even creepier. She requested to appear before the township council, as you saw in that video, so that she could host an all bodies swim at the pool for people aged 12 and up 12 and wanted to allow these individuals to appear topless. 12, 12 years old, wants to see him topless. I mean, is that not the sickest thing you've ever heard? 
Now, to me, this just sounds like a dude. This sounds like a dude who's scamming the world so that she can see teenage girls naked. Because Yaniv still likes women, right? Still likes women, biological man, attracted to women, but is now identifying as a lesbian woman so that she can get access to locker rooms. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. You know, she comes off as a troll at best, but at worst, someone who is extremely dangerous. But, you know, I'm not, this isn't just one person, not bringing this up just to warn about one person. Hinging this conversation on Jessica really just makes it too easy to dismiss this sick trend that we're seeing. Since this person, you know, it's not a person that seems genuine at all. I'm sorry, I just, I'm not buying it. But I am concerned about what this movement in general means for women and girls. Because they are the ones who will be victimized by this movement. Jessica appeared the other day on a show, on a show with a certain host, certain infamous host that I cannot mention, we cannot show, we cannot show his face, because if we do, we'll get kicked off Facebook and Instagram. That's how it works in 2019. So I'd love to show you a clip from that episode, because then you'd see, you'd see this, this host non grata, shall we call him, actually appearing to be completely sane in comparison to this Jessica person. This host was not yelling or screaming like he sometimes does. He is totally calm. He calmly asks Jessica about the idea of a 12-year-old girl who has to share a locker room with a transgender. And if it's reasonable for the girl, for the 12-year-old girl to be upset if she sees the transgender woman's penis while changing. And you want to know what Jessica said? Want to know what Jessica said? Jessica said it was not reasonable for that little girl, for that little 12-year-old to get upset. And she's mad because she says people want to start segregating sex. Which brings me to my point. No, we don't want to start segregating sex. We want to keep segregating sex when it comes to naked people and their private parts and our kids. Now, of course, I love women. And I don't mean that they should be completely separated from men. That would be obviously insane. Insane, right? But as a wonderful Western society, we do. We value our women and we want them to be safe and comfortable. And we used to agree that that meant keeping naked male schlongs out of the women's locker room. I mean, that used to be agreed upon by everyone to mean that a woman should not be forced to handle a man's junk for religious reasons or not. If a woman says, no, thank you, I'm not comfortable with touching your penis, the only acceptable response to that should be, okay, I totally get it. Not, well, I'm going to sue you because you won't touch my sack. This is why it's important. This is why it's important to have these discussions, even though they want to worry about, you know, they want to ban you for it. You got to worry about getting permanently banned from social media platforms. But it's getting to a point where women and even little girls, 12-year-old girls, are being vilified for not wanting to see and touch strangers' penises. This is a clown world, folks. Clown world. That's where we are living. We can't allow bullies like Jessica to get away with treating women as second-class citizens. While maintaining decency and respect, 
We must stay vocal about this. I am not okay with forcing women to see or handle male junk in the name of political correctness. I am not okay with that. And it should not be controversial whatsoever. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief Podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.